But I want to I want to ask you guys, and I'll and I'll be quiet, and I just want to let you guys go. I've heard from a lot of people who are very concerned now because, for example, like a husband knew about the death job and he didn't take the job, but his yeah. wife took it because her job said she had to take it or whatever. So now he's like, man, I'm married to her, but I can't have sex with her and I can't have babies with her. So like, I don't know what to do. And then I have mm -hmm. people who are in the dating scene and they meet a girl or they meet a guy and they're like, wow, you know, like I made out with him and now I'm really worried because like the spike proteins, I think they got in through the kissing. They asked mm -hmm. if you can catch it through uh, uh, touching hands or through like, 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 so I don't know. And when they ask me, I say, listen, from what I do know, apparently any kind of uh, uh, um, exchange of fluids. And I also say, I think if you shake hands, it sheds through the skin as well. So I don't know uh, if you can. I think you guys know more than I do. So I'll just be quiet and let you guys and please be as explicit as you want, because we have an adult okay. audience and now they're teaching kids how to fist and and and. Yeah, all sorts of crazy stuff. So like, you know, if you want to like, cause people are asking me about oral sex, like, how does that work out? You know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. Listen, I think you can catch it through oral sex too, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, like just, just be as a, as a adult. Like yeah, there, so there's, there's two separate things I'd like to talk about here. And so um, first, we're, first, let's talk about just the dating scene in general, and all of that stuff covered uh, post injection world because it's crazy right now and we have seen a lot of stuff but make sure that um you stay tuned until after that conversation because we're we'll talk about the shedding and what we think it is and how it spreads and the most important thing i want everybody to take away from this conversation is that there is hope um especially there's a huge group of people in this world that are in the in-between space who took one injection Mm -hmm. maybe two injections they have remorse because they they didn't know they were living under a rock they were too busy they didn't understand what was going on they everybody else was doing it and now they've learned about it and now they're like what do i do um you know am i gonna die soon and they have extreme remorse and there are cases of people who took injections um who have recovered from the injections it is a long hard road but it is possible we work we know of at least one personally that works with my mom who is a nutritionist um, and she's been helping people she has her own website for health and everything so there's a lot of stuff out there that of course they're trying to censor it uh for that people can do first with the injections um to try to recover from that but also most importantly for this conversation the shedding which we'll just call shedding is it shedding? Is it transmission? Yeah. They give it different names, right. but just, you know, you're unvaccinated and you're around vaccinated people and, or people that took the death shots because vaccination is a different story too. Right. So, but just for the sake of words, everybody can understand you haven't taken the vaccines. You're around people who have, or you're dating somebody who has, or you're married to somebody who has, um, can they shed onto you and get you sick? And the answer is yes. And there are many cases um, and testimonies out there of unvaccinated people getting sick and sometimes getting very sick, yeah. being hospitalized multiple times. And also um, like women having miscarriages 
because their husband got the jab and didn't tell them or um or or uh you know bleeding excessively and things the like this. women's menstrual cycles there's been thousands of cases that were documented by um there was a handful of doctors early in the scandemic that that went deep into this about all of these reports of women and their menstrual cycles and what was going on with that but now we've got cases coming out um haven't dug too deep into this yet but it's about um men's uh there's a yeah. lot of reports about penises uh, uh, not working correctly like there's problems well, we'll with just permanent, permanent erectile dysfunction and also but yeah shrinkage permanent erectile as well dysfunction. people didn't believe me they yeah. thought i was kidding like whenever we whenever i say this stuff people think i'm kidding i'm like no i'm not kidding it makes your dick shrink you know and they're like yeah. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. and i'm like i don't understand it's like they think we're kidding like i'm not kidding well, yeah. on, on top of that, uh, Victor, on, it depends on who you're talking to, but a lot of people have taken, taken the shot. So it's like um, subconsciously, if it, it's like a knee-jerk reaction, like, no, get out of here, it's because they took the shot. And you basically telling the guy that, you know, yeah, we're going to, you have, if not, you're going to have problems, you, you know, and that's automatic. You know, How do you and- think people uh, should deal with that? Because I noticed that yesterday, I was talking to four guys from Iran and one guy from uh, Amsterdam. And I don't mm-hmm. know how, but I always get on the topic. I, I just assume everybody knows what's going on. So like I start talking to people and then they just like, oh, I don't want, you know, like like they get really weird, you know, like uh, um, how, how do you? Uh, it's, know, it's, like, okay, so it's, it's difficult because the, here, here's the thing. This is all personal stuff unless you're with a, around a bunch of friends. Yeah. Right. And, and so it's like you want to but since this is the most important thing for humanity, like procreation, finding a partner, or it's just, like you want to yeah. you want to announce it to the rooftops. But how many people are going to sympathize with you in public? They'll be like, you know, I want to know. Um, but but what, what, what are we announcing from the rooftops exactly? <laughs> well, about 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 taking the injections. The problems yes. with the injections. Yeah, they don't want to talk about it, it, especially they if they're injected. Of course not. Yeah, so so let's talk about it. Let's because we have no problem talking. But, no well, problem but talking here's, but here's the consequence that we found. I mean, and this is the stuff we've read just on um, so like U.S. media, for example, not just in in, in the, like newspapers and things. Um, so nightclubs, you know, where people get together, uh, going going clubbing in the states. Um, from what we've been researching, and on um, like on online forums and things like that, and it's not like we're we're, we're looking, but in the news in the news forums. Where or something like a Twitter or on um, uh, what what's what's the other one? Tele Telegram. Telegram. Yeah. On, on Telegram, because it is shedding. It's a shedding event. Uh, from what we understand, the word's gone out on the street in the major cities that when when people go out clubbing, uh, they're and they're with their friends. Like for example, guys are trying to find out if the lady that they like is vaccinated or not. Yeah. You know, there was an article, uh, American Thinker, about how um, <clears throat> women are not trying to date men who have been vaccinated. So people are waking up. <clears throat> they do not want to deal with the repercussions of taking the vaccine. And people, are, you know, the World Economic Forum, the WHO, you know, mainstream media, you know, news channels are 
no matter how hard they're trying to suppress this information, people are looking for that information because they're seeing what has happened to them. I did an interview uh, with a fellow content creator. He was telling me about how his cousins took the jab and they all died from bleeding of the mouth. Okay. This is not a game. And uh, people are trying to protect themselves. And it's really evil how our, you know, news reporters, our government and world leaders are trying to kill us, trying to kill us off. And you have people who have found out that they made a mistake, you know, selfishly, you know, uh, they refuse to be honest in the dating scene and tell the truth. So it's just a lot of selfishness going around. Let's continue. Yeah, this is the big, the big thing. That's the big thing. So, and that's, that's last year. And the women, well, not the women, but a guy will, a guy will say, um, he's trying to find out this girl I like, uh, is she vaccinated? Like, that's the first question on everybody's mind when they meet in clubs, right? Or bars or the, you know, the younger dating scene. Um, They want to know if they're vaccinated or not. And this is not from the perspective of the propaganda of, I want to make sure you're vaccinated so that I can stay safe. We're not talking about that. We're talking about people that know that these are lethal injections and they don't want to be with somebody who is going to get them sick from the bioweapon. So that got out there early. Right. Yeah. So, so for example, guys are trying to see if, is the girl, um, is the girl vaccinated or not? And the girls started lying yeah and saying they were I heard that vaccinated yeah so and that's the reason a problem. why is because so psychology has started already think to... about it think about it Victor if you are a young man and you're trying to find a girl because you want to maybe get married family, like a lot exactly. of people do yeah. right you need to make sure that the woman you're with is not barren and unfortunately a lot of these girls are sterile now and they don't even know it yet. Yeah, they don't know it's it. going to happen in the next because you don't find out that you're sterile until you're married and you're trying to have a baby. And it's like, well, why isn't it working? Of course, you're blaming each other. You're thinking it's me. And yeah, then you're you know. devastated. I've known so many people who were trying to have children who couldn't because one of them was on birth control pills for like 20 years or something ridiculous like that. And she ruined her uterus from taking the pharmacia. And now she can't have kids and now she's devastated. And it's like, this, this is what happens. And so, but people, they're not there yet. There's going to be like a time frame, maybe two, three years out from now, where like these wave of people start realizing that they're sterile when they want to have children. So there's that. And you have to think in terms of that. Um, you know, a long time ago when I was trying to find somebody to marry and, and everything, um, it was like, you know, what are you looking for in a partner? And it's like, you have, people have like a list, like I'm looking for certain qualities in somebody that's compatible with me. And some people on their list is they're looking for people that they could have children with. And they, you know, there's, there's good genes and, and things like that. So it's like, if, if somebody has some kind of really bad genetic trait that they could pass on, because what if you don't have children um, oh no, what if you do have children because they're not completely sterile, but the child has all kinds of deformities that's because it. of the genetic editing exactly. that's going on. Exactly, the we mRNA, exactly. Yeah. It's being passed on to the children. Yeah. The thing is, so this, this, this thing is, is generational. Question. 
It was designed to kill off four generations, the elderly, mm -hmm. the uh, middle-aged, the uh, the child, and then the child of the child, because it stays in the newborn as well. So whoever, when that kid grows up and has a kid, it's going to be passed on. It's a really perfect drug. It was designed diabolically to depopulate the planet. This is a depopulation plan for sure. You can tell they plan this has been planned for a long time because there's so many psychological layers that's going to come into this um, for one. So let's, you know, let's uh, do a mind experiment, extend this a couple of years. It's going to force people to basically um, go into groups like dating groups where, you know, non-vaxxed are in this one web online website. Yes. Or sets of websites that only cater to unvaxxed. Un you know, they're probably prey so yeah, they're probably right. they probably pay a premium to be a member of that site. They probably require some kind, you know, let, let's let's do this. It's sci-fi, right? They're gonna like try to somehow like make it like, oh, um, you must give some records to show that you're clean. Yeah. Right. So so they're gonna make it like it's an elite type thing. Um, and then it's gonna be other people like your single one one vaxxed or you know, one yeah. injected, two injected. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Un unvaccinated sperm might be the new elite it, commodity. It might be Bitcoin. Like worth more than gold. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, uh, I'm a pure blood and uh, I have a friend of mine. I call him the last Dutchman because 90% yeah. uh, of Holland is uh, vaccinated, but he's escaped wow. here and oh, he's man. here. And so he knows that he's going to need to repopulate Holland. So when he goes back, he says he's going to be busy, you know, help, help him to repopulate. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, uh, that's the state of the world right now. I, for example, myself, yeah. I have no children. I'm looking to start a family. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm, I'm, that's one of the questions I ask, because the thing is, when I meet a girl, I don't even want to get emotionally attached because right. you, you fall in love with the girl and then you find out that she's been death yes. and It's like, oh, man, you know what? I, I can't. I, I, I don't, I don't want to yeah. have that emotional attachment. You know, so that's one of the yeah, first yeah. things I ask, yeah. even when I'm hanging out in a group of people, because if I'm going to be in a group, I don't want to have all that shedding. So that's why I ask people, I'm like, are you, you know, did, are you jabbed? And then they say yes. And I'm like, oh, OK, I kind of like it's it's a weird situation that we're in right now. You have to be careful yeah. who you hang out with. I mean, and it's not I wonder if it's going to get to the point where they consider that racist or something like that like oh you know you don't want to be around the vax it's like well yeah i don't want to die from a mistake that you made you know so so let's think about this victor so i i don't know how like if left to its own um without you know intervention from god uh these perpetrators want this to extend at least another generation yeah they're trying to over sexualize the children mm -hmm. who would be tomorrow's spreaders because they think promiscuity is natural, you know, um, and they're infected because, you know, their parents are probably vaccinated. Yep. Um, but when they're raised in that perverted environment. I've so noticed that too. Super, it's interesting that spreaders. You're, you're noticing that too. It's deep. Because you got, you yeah. got to go into the mind of these psychopaths. And yeah. it's interesting because I was tr trained to be one of those psychopaths and I chose, well, you were in the Navy, so I'm sure you saw those psychopaths as well. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, they were training me to, to be that. And I, I actually joined the Navy because I, I wanted to be a surgeon. So I, I, I wanted to heal people, but they were like, listen, yeah, yeah. before you learn to heal people, you got to learn to kill people because you're going to be out 
uh, in fighting a war and you're not gonna be able to heal anybody if you're dead. So here's this M16, you better learn how to shoot it. And, you know, I, I learned how to kill. And then I was like, yeah. oh man. But then I started realizing, and this is like, like I said, back in 1988, 1989, that was at the uh, um, Newport, Rhode Island uh, Naval War College. And then at Annapolis, mm -hmm. Maryland. But what shocked me was the level of just these sociopaths, these psychopaths that were in charge. And the higher up that you went, the more like crazy they were. And mm -hmm. they were trying to, uh, I was in a class that made world headlines because they were torturing us. And the way that I was able to survive that was because I have a sense of humor. I have a dark sense of humor. So mm -hmm. the more that they tried to torture me, the more that I found humor in it, which again goes back to being raised in New York around the pimps and the hookers. I was like, oh, this is interesting, you know? So I, mm -hmm. I, I would end up laughing at the things that they would try to do to torture me and it would just piss them off because they were like, listen, you're supposed to be crying. There were these mm -hmm. massive football players that were just like bears and they were crying on the floor they were they, they were just a mess but i mm -hmm. took it all in stride to me it was like i was in a movie you know and i was like wow this is really weird these guys are weird but they would always try to get me to do gay stuff which was interesting and this interesting. was before the don't ask don't tell this was back when it was uh, uh illegal to be wow. gay in the military and yeah. Yeah. i noticed that most of the psychopaths were the homosexuals that were in there because they were lying because mm -hmm. they had to lie because you couldn't be gay in the military so they were lying yeah, yeah. But I, my gaydar is really good. So then these guys would just like start screaming at me and ordering me to do gay stuff. And I was like, listen, I didn't sign up for this. Like, and then I would tell them, I didn't sign up for this. And then they would get mm -hmm. mad at me for not doing the gay stuff. And then I would get punished. Like I would either have to march or lose my liberty or just shine my shoes for hours, you know. But I was like, listen, before I do that gay stuff, I'll sit here and shine these shoes, you know. So, um <laughs> But that's that's where I learned. I was like, man, these, these guys are dangerous. You know, these guys are like, and and now you see Richard Levine and all these like weird. Listen, it's a mental condition. I don't mean to be like I'm not being a homophobe. It's like it's just it's not natural for you to be running around in red heels with a gun. You know, I mean, yes, yeah. dress. I mean, come on. I'm and not only that, I think I think it's actually um um. It makes the U.S. Uh, among other countries, the men in other countries look at the U.S. as maybe we should do a land invasion because yeah, that's what these guys have done to themselves. It, you know? it, uh, these so. Russians, these guys are massive. I'm surrounded by these like these giants, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like, listen, they're not afraid of these guys' addresses. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Rachel Levine, it doesn't instill fear in you. And mm -hmm. I think even the women I notice in the United States that while they're getting raped on a subway platform or while they're getting beat up by people, they're like, well, where are the men? And I'm yes. like, mm -hmm. you pussified them. You, you, you neutered these men. Yeah. You see the commercials. It's always like the dumb men always fumbling and bumbling in the movies. You always see the guys are idiots and the woman comes in to save the day. You know, it's, yes. Like, yes, right. it's that's not reality. I mean, I'm not saying that women aren't strong, but it's like, there's virtue to being a good mother and a good wife, you know. I mean, it's like we we made the decision to start watching old movies and old. <laughs> we can't handle any of that. Every time we stuff. try to go on Amazon or Netflix, and you know, look for a movie. Yeah, like we'll start watching a movie. We're all excited because sometimes we're into the Marvel movies, you know, and the the new what was it, Doctor well, Strange? The, the last couple, of the last couple of movies, and it, I'm like, it just changed on a dime. That's it. It, 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 you know, they they, they, <laughs> they give the um 
don't know what you call the enemy, the the the, the witch, right? She she's way overpowers every character. Her powers are undefined. Like what you're saying, she can do yeah. almost anything. And you know, you know, Doctor Strange is dumber. I mean, the the new Obi Wan Kenobi one. They you know again the guys. Yeah. All the crazy. It, it, yeah. It's done on purpose. And when you see it, and you know, I guess in our generation, when we from where we grew up from, you're looking at this, and you're like, they're just mocking. They're mocking everybody. They're mocking the men. They're just tearing the men apart. I like I like what you said. I saw one of your videos, Victor, where you um you were doing the review of the the drag queen at the coffee shop i think that was oh that one. yeah and you said you left and you said what the hell happened to my country yes. since i i left like five years ago or whatever it was and you're like what the hell happened to my country and you're looking through the looking glass at america in another country and you're seeing what's happened there and that's we have the same we, moment we feel the same way yeah where we're looking at what's going on it's unrecognizable the, the, the stuff we have a unique we left perspective eight years ago because it's it's like a, yeah. a bird's eye view that we have. And what's yeah. interesting is when you're in that melting pot, you don't feel the boil coming. But when you're outside of it, I'm surrounded. I'm in a gateway country. So I have uh, people from the UAE, from Abu Dhabi, from Iran, from Iraq, from Afghanistan, from Russia, from the Ukraine, from Kazakhstan, from Uzbekistan. I mean, I'm like all these people. I never even knew some of these countries existed. and they all know what's going on in the United States. Wow. And what I realized yeah. is the taxpayers in the United States have just been paying and blackmailing the whole world because that's what we do. That's why like, like there's billions and trillions of dollars going out all over the world just to keep everybody blackmailed. That's why everybody loves the US because mm -hmm. we're basically funding the world, but we're funding them with funny money. It's all it's all zeros and ones. It, there's nothing behind it, and I think yes. the, the the gig is up. The world is finding out that we're full of shit, you know. And yes. that's a real shame because as a Navy man, I know that you served with integrity. Because when we are in the Navy, um, yeah, I, I served to to uphold the Constitution against enemies, both foreign and domestic. And yeah. at an yeah. early age, when I was surrounded by such toxic leadership, you know, they, they tried to get me to kill my roommate. And mm -hmm. I said, well, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I said, I, I thought they were testing me. I said, I yeah. thought we were supposed to never leave a man behind in battle. Right. And they said, no, right. he's, he's the weakest link in the chain. So we need you to kill him. And I was mm -hmm. like, is this a test? Is this a, are, they, are they telling me to kill him as a test? And I followed my conscience. I'll never forget. I wrote about it again in the, uh, the graphic novel series, uh, the story of the crack at Jesus trials. And I went to China to get it produced because I tried getting it produced in the United States. But like I said, they wanted to they wanted me to sell my soul and I'm not going to do it. So anyway, uh, um, I hope to get this film produced someday. So if there's any producers out there that want to make a movie that's not woke, you know, let's do it. But um, yeah, in the middle of the night, they came in and they had like a Mack truck party. Have you ever heard of those? No. Well, what they did was. Uh, my roommate, his name was Thomas Vallow. To this day, I have no idea what happened to him. He just disappeared. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, what happened to this guy? People would just disappear in the Navy. Um, mm -hmm. At least when I was there, uh, there was like a huge rate of suicides and stuff like that, which was what sent alarm bells because they were like, wow, why are all these people like committing suicide all of a sudden? They were, they were doing mental experiments on us. They were literally like testing us yes. at class of yeah. 93. And I was in there with Carter Page, by the way. That's how I knew the whole Russian collusion thing was a joke. 
because I served alongside Carter Page. I'm like, this guy's not a, a, a spy. He's a patriot like I am, you know? So anyway, uh, they came in the middle of the night and they pinned me to the bed and mm-hmm. they put a gun to my head and a knife to my throat. And then they had a, a, a mag light and they shined it in my face. So all I could see was like light. And it was so bright. I, I have to close my eyes. But when I opened my eyes, all I could see was light. But I could hear my roommate, Thomas Vallow, just screaming and crying. I don't know if they raped mm-hmm. him. I don't know what they did. But when they left, the guy was just, he was like, oh, why didn't you help me? Why didn't you help me? I was like, dude, I, I couldn't help you. I was like, you know, pinned and they were trying to kill me too, you know? Mm-hmm. What was interesting was when I felt that cold metal on my throat and the uh, the barrel of the gun on my head, like I felt that peace. For some reason, yes. I I wasn't in fear. It was weird. Like I, I just, I didn't feel like I was going to die. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. If I was going to die, I don't know. It was a weird peace that I felt. I didn't feel fear. I, I, I always thought in such a situation you would feel fear. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it was just such a weird story. Um, and then I witnessed uh, uh, the rape of a female midshipman while I was there. And, mm-hmm. you know, in the military, they tell you uh, you should not uh, uh, lie, cheat, or steal. So right. they came in and the high level stuff, Vice Admiral uh, Virgil Hill came. I was in like these top secret meetings with people from D.C. with uh, senators and congressmen. I was only 19 years old at the time. And they were like, listen, if you if you lie about what you saw, uh, they didn't tell me to lie. They were like, listen, you didn't see anything. Right. And I was like, well, right. I did. And uh, they were like, well, you didn't see anything. And so just don't say anything because the newspapers were all over the story and everything. And they said, if you don't say anything, we'll make sure that you can write your own ticket. They were going to put me into the Young uh, Professionals Program, which is the program that uh, uh, Justin Trudeau and all these other people have gotten in because they were going to groom me to be one of these leaders. They were like, yeah, you know, you you can be president one day and everything. So they were offering me the world at the age of 19. And I was like, wow, this just seems really too good to be true. And I said, you know, what they want me to do is to compromise my integrity. Because on the one hand, they tell me, do not lie, cheat, and steal. And now they're telling me to, like, lie about witnessing the rape of a girl who was, like, crying because everybody else lied about it. It was like a gang rape. And everybody that they asked, they were like, no, we didn't see anything. We didn't see anything. I was the only one who stood up for her, you know. And so then, of course, I had my life threatened. They said, "Uh, well, if you do go out to the uh, uh, aircraft carriers, we're going to push you into the uh, um, the fighter jet engine and you'll just be swept overboard because you're going to come out like minced meat on the other side. And they said, mm-hmm. oh, and if you, you know, if we don't do that, we'll just throw you overboard and you'll never be seen again. Cause on an aircraft carrier really can't recover a body. It takes too long for yeah. the ship to stop. And they said, Oh, and we'll just deliver a, a folded cross to your parents and tell them that you died an honorable death. So I was like, man, this is freaking crazy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. they, they promised that my life would be safe if I stayed. And they said that I would be like, the sky's the limit. And like I said, I was with these top people there at these meetings. They said they were going to send me off on these secret missions and everything. And they were basically explaining to me at the age, I didn't understand what they were doing, but they were getting me ready for this great culling, you know, but at the age of 19, I was just like, whoa, like, what is this, you know? And then as time went on, and then when I met the serial killer doctor, and he told me that the hospitals were killing fields full of uh, um, psychopaths that go in there because they kill their patients. I don't know if you know this, but like the number three reason in the United States for deaths is uh, medical malpractice. Doctors just kill people, you know, and 
especially now. I'm just surprised that the hospitals have gotten away with so much murdering over the past uh, yeah. almost three years. We call yeah. them the white cart, the white coat army of demons. Yeah, he told me. I never forget it because when he he was grooming me to be a serial killer because he was telling me how easy it was to kill people. He goes, Victor, mm-hmm. you can always get away with murder because you can count on uh, cops being overworked, underpaid, and lazy, and you can count mm-hmm. on lawyers being greedy. And the reason he told me this was because I told him about the crackhead Jesus. And I said, listen, I got this tenant who thinks he's Jesus Christ. He's freaking a crackhead. I said, do you have any advice? He goes, yeah, why don't you just kill him? He goes, that's what I do with my tenants when they're, you know, being annoying. And I thought he was kidding. I was like, really? Kill him? He goes, yeah. And then he described to me how he killed one of his tenants, you know? I was like, Mm -hmm. all right. So that's it for now. Uh, it's crazy out there, and this is what they're not telling you. So, if you're not vaccinated, make sure you be with somebody who is also not vaccinated. Do not listen to people who tell you otherwise. Do not listen to family members who have been vaccinated. Listen to the facts. Do your research. Okay? Because people here don't care about you. They don't. You have to do your own research. And trust in God for a backbone because it's getting real out here and people are very evil. Later.